0: Thanks for listening. Come back often and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite podcast app or to iTunes. Now let's get to this week's lesson. So we start this morning with our scripture memory passage review, so we've got any uh, part of Matthew 11, 28, 29, and 30, uh, and there, there are some, there's some really common, well-known verses in that text, so I hope I can have a few this morning. song awesome, it's That was a male DNA of the normal mix. <laughs> all right, looks like lot to get some. All right. Let's go. According to me. You guys All right. Sorry. All right. I just didn't want to show you that. So it. Right. Thank
1: Thanks.
0: Sorry oh. Yes. Because, so, so here's the thing. You guys said it. You said it from somebody who has, has dealt with that and listened to that and heard that. So thank you for that. All right. Fun. All of you
2: labor and are you, Take upon you, learn for I am gentle and heart, and you will find rest for yourself. For my burden, my burden is Amen. Thank you very much. That's true. Thank you, Thank
0: you. Yeah. Awesome. I'm saying, all you are very heavy, lady, I hope you rest. Take you, and for me, for gentle. It is. But it is.
1: Right? Yes.
0: The star. Excellent. i love the lady i love the Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. So, for each, are we going to wait till the end? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I, I told you last week we would start uh, with how we shared the gospel this past week. Uh, our homework assignment. So, let's start with uh, stories of how we shared the gospel with somebody this week. This is where everybody checks their shoes. How they <laughs> I told you guys that I was going to be sharing with Bill that I worked with and uh, Bill actually had surgery at the end of the week floor and we work this entire week so I'm um, praying that he will be back to work on Monday
1: so I didn't get my time to talk to Bill with him Ms. Mylna? I'm, I'm old at the time so my limitations are probably technically weak and we have visas and our visas very abusive calls. They're sitting really grandparents now. And Tim and them. they mentoring them, mentoring them uh, because there's so
3: much going on. He said, if you can be with great blah, 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 you know, give them a the checklist. Come, we'll bring you to chat we'll have a devotion up here. They've we'll never had vacation. Yeah. Their hearts are
1: so open right now. I call them two times a week. We have devotions over the phone. You know, and they want to read one devotion one after the other. we talk about the system so it's important that you want their salvation, but after the have been kind of a little bit of a part to your people when the time comes, so be fair because they're such sweet girls, uh, Cindy and Desi, Cindy and Desi, so just Very of them, fear of them, like, fear of them. Um, I just stop right now, please?
0: please. Okay, let's pray for Cindy. Father, well, thank you so much for uh, Tim and Mala and their passion and concern for the lost and, and for their family uh, we thank you for the example that they are to us in our class uh, Their kind uh, spirits and their, their passion for you and uh, we pray for these two cousins that you would continue to draw them to yourself that you would use him and Myla to uh, speak the words of truth and the words of life to them and that they would be safe and be members of your kingdom and children of yours partakers of eternal life and all the wonderful things that you give us each and every day and, and from now until the end of uh, all time. We thank you, Lord, for uh, tomorrow's testimony. We ask that you give them opportunity. We ask that you give them wisdom uh, in both timing and words to say so that their words would be part of the gospel call and they would be able to effectively transmit what you would have them to say, so that your effective call would be working in their lives and those two beautiful elements of salvation would come together and result in in their salvation. We ask for their their salvation soon. Today, in fact, there is an opportunity. we, We pray that that would occur today so that we could rejoice over new members being put into your kingdom. We love you, Lord. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, any other? That's my jump. Sometimes what happens in the OR space
2: in the OR is different environments. i that not, so have to So there's a just and just to.
0: Those of you listening at home, Sean, is, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll um, I'm reading the Bible here this year.
2: Sometimes I'm at home doing kind a of break, and a couple people had seen it.
0: A case or... It's a good thing he's consistent with us, right? Anybody else? Opportunity to share the gospel? Yes, I'm I'm different kind of a little realm. I'm a different I'm a different hear about
1: So that yeah, Jesus would have to And I it. It's and I was here. They like, Oh, yeah, Jesus, I'm coming here. And then there was something people behind us that were like, are So I was really blessed with him because things that come up in And i mm-hmm. uh, how are things seven. Seven. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm you. So it's a theology might <laughs> So That's awesome. Anybody
2: else? I kind of have the opposite problem working at a Christian school that everyone's supposed to know the Lord, and they don't. So, you know, kind of breaking through uh, some of the things admire of
0: what we call Christianity in the United States. But, so, I I also kind of got a little bit of my list problem, too, you know, because my scope is supposed to be all, um, and so I'm kind of one that, uh, brand new, you know, nice guy, but I'm in that stage of building a nice relationship to start asking questions. So, So. that's the stage that I'm in. Through a set of circumstances, I have to work with him this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. And and that's yeah. when so something blew up that day's work, and you had to spend the majority of the weekend working on it, and God uses that too. Yeah. And so you just spread yeah. the gospel. All right, Lord, you know, I've got a lot of time with this guy, and we uh, are going to be working on this for
2: a good bit. And, you know, so they're, there, there was the opportunity, so um, he says a lot of right things, but at the same time, there's a lot of other things in there too. So he's, you know, could be one of our traditional uh, Southern Christians that says all the right stuff, but it's not there. ever okay. So that's, uh, you know, he says some plants, some water, some some harvest. So we're in the the watering stage, I guess. Awesome. Okay. May I
3: this one? Awesome. Um, God has surrounded me with a lot of Christian teachers, a couple of preachers wives, mm-hmm. people are really involved in the church. And this week I had a situation where um, David and I have been talking about some things, and I'm all about, you know, just getting everything out there and just being, you know, I'm done with this. He's like, no, let's wait. And. Um, so I was like, okay. And I talked to a friend of mine. She's like, oh, it's really interesting. Our well, I know he's a Christian, and she said, you know, we have this huge you know, life. We've all had this submission conversation and everything. So i was telling somebody about it. And he's a Christian, but she said, well, that's not really how I've heard of this. And she goes, why are you being submissive? And I said, well, I'm not being submissive as he's ruling, me. but I respect my husband's right. decision. I uh, said, so because it really does go back to Genesis. Because I do want to do what I want to do. And because, yeah, we had. Yeah. And she's like, oh. And so that started to generate some thoughts for her. And another girl heard us talking, talking to church right. And so it just started some thought for her. And that's really good. good. good for
2: sure. Yeah, so it's, it's funny. I was and then I heard Dave Barber said that he works in a private Christian school. Right. I, I had the exact opposite and said, I work in a very liberal private school. Right. So you have a lot of times when um, very intelligent teachers, they always are discussing topics. You know? And so you can chime into those topics, and they could be very liberal. So today that gives a, a huge opportunity just to you know say a little something or where they say, Well why don't you, you know, especially in especially election time you we're know, real big on discussing and you know, we tend to have a mutual dislike of Donald Trump, so I <laughs> think so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that actually it's funny it, it, it puts a little calming ground so this is what I look for right and so uh you know, those doors are open but also I think, that working with a believer, who's my boss, um, we discuss a lot very openly. Um, So, because the the HR person is uh, pretty elite (laughs) being a private school, but so there's a lot of open communication and discussion, and um, so that's that's good. And then, of course, the the weekly Bible study that opened up with
0: I'm pretending to leave his boss's boss's boss, boss, right? Minus one boss. Minus his boss's boss, boss through a Bible study every week. Which mm-hmm. is pretty mm-hmm. awesome, right? Yeah, I yeah. just Yes, you reached out Yeah. Anybody okay, else? I'll please share the gospel this week. Okay. Well, let's jump right in. Let's start with uh, Romans eight this morning. we have got you. Romans eight. We're the review. So we are in the middle of the shift part uh, application and redemption of systematic theology. I actually brought my book this morning. We're at the, and we have over page seven hundred this week in the book. So I am uh, kind of stoked about that. This is this is what we have. Studied so far, and this is what we have left to go. So, still plenty left to learn. And again, just remember that, that book is the introduction to the doctrine. So, Grunem would refer to that as the stretch's death level of doctrine. So, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Sometimes when I stop and think about the stuff that I don't know, it's and, and the stuff that I don't know, humanly speaking, is just a part of truth that God has allowed man to understand. And there is infinitely more beyond that that he understands that we will not. So it, I love that you put in my place on a regular basis he's going to save something for that. So Romans 8, 28, 29, and 30, you've got it. And we know that
2: all things work together for to good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Moreover, when he predestined, these he also called; when be called, these he
0: also justified; and if he justified, these he also glorified. Excellent. So we see that that uh, sequence of events in the salvation process. So if the Bible lays this out, and we say we align with the Bible and agree that there is some order to these events and salvation. So if you look at your list there on your handout, uh, that first one I added, this is taken from grief, so Some go back that handout. I added point number zero, this time. Grace where we looked at a few weeks ago. Uh, and then two weeks ago, we looked at election. Uh, this is God, uh, the, the choosing uh, of those to be saved and reprobation, the passing over of the lost. Uh, last week we looked at uh, calling, and then today we're gonna look at regeneration. So, Grudem today, um, he gets into, let me move back just a second. So there are a lot of different ways to view different topics on the specific aspect of salvation that we're going to talk about today. Uh, and the order in which you put regeneration and conversion generally will tip your hand on whether you are Calvinist or whether you are Armenian. And Grudem is a very strong Calvinist. Uh, so I am today going to disagree with a couple of his orders, but I'm going to keep a very, very open hand when I do it, because if I'm wrong, okay, it still doesn't impact my obligation to go and spread the gospel and be very explicit and clear in my heart in sharing the word. Uh, if I'm right, it doesn't. Prohibit and stop my responsibility to go and share the gospel and be very explicit in my heart and sharing the word. So, either which way you go, I don't know that it's um, going to be a life or death situation, but I, we're going to walk through a couple of his definitions and, and look at some verses today. So, his definition for regeneration is regeneration is a secret act of God in which he imparts new spiritual life to us. So, so re- regeneration is a fancy word, Here's your explained, for sometimes being called a boredom. This is from John 3, 3 through 8. So if you've got John 3, 3 through 8, we will get there. And, we'll and I apologize for the raspiness of my voice this morning. Jim, so. you under your This makes me smile every time. And the fact that y'all are sitting next to each other is that girl. Right. Jesus answered and said to him So what's our setting? Our setting is who's Jesus talking to? Nicodemus right? and in a few verses we're about to get to John 3, 6, so it's very very well known so this is kind of the set up of this conversation. John 3 3 through 8 Jesus answered and said to him truly truly yes, I say to you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of God Nicodemus
2: said to him how can a man be born when he He cannot observe a second time into his mother's womb and be born again. Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and spirit, he he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit.
0: Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be saying again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from. So, so is everyone with the spirit? So what Jesus does right here is he takes a blender to introduce brain He introduces several concepts that really, really throw him off quite a bit. Right? So he says, "You've got to be born again." So the theological term for being born again is regeneration. So in your notes, if you circle the word regeneration circle the word born again and draw a line between those two. Those two are the same thing. So that all the times in, in your life where you have heard uh, a preacher or an evangelist say be born again, that's that's the term regeneration. So let's talk a little bit about regeneration and who does this. Uh, a common way to study the parts of salvation is to make uh, two columns and to put God, his actions, in one column heading and put man and his actions in one column heading. And as you go through and you study the different pieces, you say, all right, so... So common grace, that's obviously who? Is that God or is that us? That's obviously God, right? And then we look at election, is that God or is that us? God, obviously God, right? And then we look at um, calling, is that God or is that us? Which part of calling, right? So the, the effective call, that's God, the the gospel call, that's us, so that's the kind of the, the two different parts, we have to break that down a little bit more. But the regeneration, which part is that? Is that God or is that us? God. Absolutely all of God, right? So, so one of Bruno's big points here is that we play, huge, an next one, the work of regeneration, we play no active role at all. So when you were born into this world the very first time, did you get to vote on that? No. We have, we have no input onto our birthday. We have no input onto how that day went. We, we actually get told about how that day went, right? And some of us have pictures of this, and uh, it's kind of neat, right? Uh, the, the day I was born, uh, I was uh, 10 pounds, 10 ounces. <clears throat> uh, we had food only babies in the living so. house uh, My sister actually was 11 pounds, eight ounces. Uh, she sat <laughs> around for a general for several years, uh, I, I, was probably, <laughs> I, was, I was probably five or six years old and my mom got a phone call from home and she said, we have paid y'all stop calling me, and they uh, said, no, 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 we just want to let you know that the whole day came today, uh, 12 and a <laughs> half count you no longer hold the baby. so, just let me know, oh my goodness, we'll pay for us. But the reason I only have one sibling is that the doctor told my mom, that if you continue to have kids, they're going to get pictures, you're going to die, so I had one sibling, that's it. But the day I was born, uh, I was very stubborn, it's going to shock some of you, and uh, did not want to come out. And they had to use uh, devices to help me. And it gave me two black eyes. Mm-hmm. And when my dad saw me for the first time, he said, What went wrong? Mom said, That's a direct quote from me. So the very first time he saw me, what went wrong? So I mean, <laughs> I have had self-esteem issues my whole life. <laughs> he, he would not be concerned about self-esteem I promise you that. To, to know each other. But I didn't get to have any vote into that entire day. It was just, it is what it is. Right? Uh, and in the regeneration uh, aspect of salvation, this is all God's work. This is all God's work. So let's go to 1 Peter one through. 1 Peter 1-3. Now there will be a lot of different components of salvation where we play an active role, and we will get to those over the next few weeks. But first Peter 1 3, what do we got? Absolutely. He has given us a new birth. He did this work. John 3 8, what's it say?
2: Not the Torah. John 3. The wind blows where it pushes, and you hear the sound of it, but do not know where it comes from and where it's born.
0: So is everyone who's born of the spirit? Born of the Spirit, right? So which two members of the Trinity play a active role in regeneration? We have God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. Right. God the, Father. the answer is actually not Jesus. So this is the one time in Sunday school history where the answer. is so they, they have this, uh, this active role in regeneration now Gruder spends a considerable amount of time in this chapter talking about exactly where and when this happens uh, whether, whether this is before or after faith and before or after effective calling um, in, in Gruder's definition he, he, he believes that regeneration happens before faith so think about this for just a second Yes, some of you just went, well, you know, that's a Uh and, and this is a, a Calvinistic <coughs> view of theology. Uh, so there are several verses that would imply this might be true. Um, we don't have time to go into all of those today, but I, I do want to show you a couple of, I'm going to read something from Herodotus' text. It says, as the gospel comes to us, God speaks through it to summon us to himself, this is effective calling, and to give us new spiritual life, this regeneration so that we are enabled to respond in faith. Gruden's point is that man does not inherently have the ability to come to God unless there has been a new birth, so that that creates the ability to have faith. Okay, This is a a bit of an academic argument, but I'll keep going. Effective calling is thus God the Father speaking powerfully to us, and regeneration is God the Father and the Holy Spirit working powerfully in us to make us alive. And sometimes the term, I'm skipping a couple paragraphs uh, here. Sometimes the term irresistible grace is used in this connection. And you ever heard of irresistible grace? You heard this concept? Mm-hmm. So the the uh, five points of Calvinism. You guys have heard these five points before, and it's there's a flower, you know, the flower tulip, right? So T is the total gravity of man, U is the unconditional election, L is limited atonement, I is irresistible grace, and he is the perseverance of the saints. So this is the fourth piece of of Calvinism. So he says sometimes the term irresistible grace is used in this connection. It refers to the fact that God effectively calls people and also gives them regeneration and both actions guarantee that we will respond in faith. The term irresistible grace is subject to misunderstanding, however. And this is the, he actually goes on reading this for the first time a couple weeks ago and said, yes, I hate that term. I really, really hate that term because it can mean a lot of different things, and this is what he writes since it seems italics there to imply that people do not make a voluntary, willing choice in responding to the gospel a wrong idea and a wrong understanding of the term spiritual grace. The term does preserve something valuable, however, because it indicates that God's work reaches into our hearts to bring about a response that is absolutely certain, even though we respond voluntarily. So, a bit of this is what we talked about a few weeks ago in that. God chose us before the beginning of the foundation of the world to be set apart for him. And in that choosing, he still gives us the ability to choose him. But when we chose, when he chose us, we will choose him. This is the Calvinistic doctrine of irresistible grace. Okay? So some of you are going, that doesn't with what I've been told before, correct? Because most of you have gone to armenian leaning churches, like Baptist churches. Uh, there are some Baptist churches that would believe in interdisciplinar race, but they are fewer more than, um, than compared to uh, Armenian churches. So it, it, here's going to be my, my view on this. the Effective call and regeneration are one side of the coin. So you've got calling and regeneration on one side. Repentance and faith are the other side of the coin. You've got to have both sides of the coin to have money. And what Gruden is saying is that if God calls and regenerates, the result is always voluntary repentance and faith. It's a bit of a technical argument, but I think it's worth thinking through. So, so here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to get, oh my goodness, this is awful, this is, right? Don't worry about that. I want you to dive into scripture and come up with what you believe. Okay? Here's what I would hate to have happen. I would hate to have happen. You go, well, I think I'll believe this. <coughs> It's not what? Go look at the scripture, examine the text, determine what you believe. Wrestle with these things. Now, I, I will give you, give you a warning. When you wrestle with the things of God, sometimes you come away with it. So, a couple days ago, as we are going through our reading through the Bible of the Year, we read the passage where Jacob wrestled with God at Peniel. You, you guys remember this story? And, and he limped the rest of his life because of that wrestling. And I heard a pastor say one time, God will wrestle with you where you are not in alignment with his wise and holy will. And sometimes we limp away from these things. And this is okay. This is good for us. It, we sometimes believe that perfect physical health is a, or perfect spiritual health is the end all, be all. And it's, it's really not. Alignment with God's will is where we would want to be. So wrestle with these things, engage with these things. I don't really care whether it's before or after because it doesn't change what we are called to then go do. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. All right, so let's look at Ephesians 2.1. On point B here, the exact nature of regeneration is mysterious to us. Ephesians 2.1. <clears throat> What's it say? And you he made a
2: lot of people?
0: Is that not an awesome? Word? Can you read it in English? Okay. This is the most
3: amazing thing ever. And he made alive you. I mean, who were dead and trespasses? We're
0: them. dead. So what was our status? So we, they brought us into the ER and Sean hooked us to whatever things they determine the status is. And and what is the status? The, all machines come back what? Flatline. Flatline. You are dead. And then who does this? He does this. Yes, this is good. God does this. So you have a dead patient that is now alive. When <laughs> Hashtag that right there. Okay? This is regeneration. 2 Corinthians 5.17. What do we have? This is the being born again. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Okay. Yes. Love it. Love it. Therefore, if you want this in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. How much has become new? Most things, all right? No, 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 you somebody give me a different translation. Is this says all? This implies that everything is new. how much is new? Anybody have most? Behold, the new has come. The new has come? How much new has come? It says the new, right? The new. the new. All new. It's all new. Now. How cool is that? All new. Does anybody have any aspect of their body that they are not happy with?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many would you like to have? Would you like to have a new body, like brand new that was completely functional and worked perfectly? <laughs> so, it. it's, it's absolutely wonderful, <laughs> right? Well he, he has done this. you are new. We are new. Every part of us is affected by regeneration. Now, how many times did Jesus say you need to be born again? Yeah. Once. Which is very hard. It happens only once. This is an instantaneous event. There are some parts of salvation that are slow and develop over time. There are some parts of salvation that instant. This is one of the instant. Sorry, is that I'll right, So, you'll notice in your notes we go from point B to point D. 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 Have you guys noticed this over the past few weeks? That every once in a while, I'll skip a number or a letter. Or, okay, this is this is on purpose, uh, mostly because uh, part C is Grudem's comments on regeneration coming before saving faith, uh, and and it's a whole lot of text with not a lot of verses. There's a couple in there. Um, but I will, I will point you to uh, the actual textbook for his extensive dialogue on all of that. But I want to skip forward a little bit to First Corinthians 2.14. So 1 Corinthians 2.14. Yes, there you okay. go. But so the natural man does not receive the the Spirit of God. So they have foolishness in him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Okay, so the natural man... Is the person that we were before regeneration. We were in what status? Dead. Yeah, flatline. We are flatline. So have you ever talked to somebody and they just didn't get it? You're, talking, you're trying to talk to them about things of God and it's just, I mean, nothing. This is not going over their head. This is funking them right in the forehead. And they are not getting it. You're just going, I am I am using simple words one syllable words and you are not like what is going they're dead dead what kind of conversations do we have with dead people we don't one directional very one directional now I'm going to step across to my Calvinist side for just a second and say this is one of the reasons Grudem says you can't Have faith until regeneration. Because God regenerates, gives the ability for faith, now you can understand and respond to the gospel. Because you can't have a conversation with a dead person. He also goes on to say that he believes that most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, regeneration would happen instantaneously before faith would occur. And I would say, okay, I'm fine with that. whether we're one millisecond on this side or one millisecond on that side, is, is anybody like really passionate? It? That's God. Jim,
1: I don't see Do mm-hmm. a lot of times people oh, you some will say, if you've ever heard, well, I know my own child, she found yeah. As a child, the Holy Spirit called me in a setting that wasn't like, a normal setting. Right. And the act of going outside of myself and going to somebody and saying, "Hey," so a lot of you would argue that that is
4: the same Um, moment that
1: that is (laughs) the moment in the faith that that moment, and that whatever happens beyond that—not that I'm downplaying what happens beyond that—but that is the moment of yep. salvation, when yep. you step out in faith, literally step out and begin to also awesome. Right. Then you become regenerated regenerative because you're making a move in that direction. Yep. Especially if you're, like, if you're a child and you already, you already know the gospel, you've heard it, and now you're acting on it. Is it, that means, like, you know,
0: like yes. So I am behind right now when I apologize for that. So I'm going to have to skip just a little bit here. We're going to go straight to D. <coughs> Genuine regeneration must bring results in what life, mm-hmm. life. So if you are regenerated, you are alive. And living people look and act and sound different than dead people. Would we agree? We agree? I'm going to say that again. Living people look and act and sound different than dead people. So there will be evidence of regeneration in our lives. Our lives if I have lives. If I'm I'm good. So let's look at First John 3. We'll say first John for a little bit. Uh, and we'll finish that quickly. And then this going to come and talk to us. I'm
1: excited about that. The first John 3 9. Who's got it? You have it. Excellent. (laughs) You have been exceedingly patient. It's been all over
0: like six times. No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed
1: remains in him. He cannot go on sinning because
0: he has been born of God. Right. So this uh, tense for, I'm going to go look at here. The tense for the continue to sin is about five grammar words in a row and it means a habit of perpetual sin. So it is it is not a I will never sin again. Because there's been a lot of bad doctrine taught in this verse. Um, it is a my the pattern of the style of my life will not look like that of Right? Because we I would expect a pagan to have a lifestyle of sin. There's no regeneration, there's no I mean it's just they're dead. Okay. they're people, you're gonna do what dead people do, we'll do. And that's not walk according to the things of Christ. So so there's going to be a catch. John goes on in the following chapters to describe what does that look like fleshed out. Fleshed out again. I was cracking myself up I've had <laughs> like three of them, but I didn't verbally say it. So if you check up on a couple of the other ones, you go back and listen to the podcast. And they there. All right. So 1 John 4, 7. 1 John 4, 7. Next page over. You got it? Okay. Dear friends, let us love one another. Yeah. Love
3: comes from Absolutely. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows
0: God. So, so the only way we can do this properly is if we have been born from God. So, next blank is a genuine Christ-like love. What so it looks like? Living people love. First John five three and four.
1: This is love for God to obey His commands, and His commands are not
3: burdensome. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. There is the victory that has overcome.
0: So, so, we will participate in winning. <coughs> yes. I like it. I like it a lot. And then First John 5.18. Now, if we were to participate in winning, there's going to be some attacks that come, right? All right. So, so he's got, he's got the answer to that, too. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who is born of God
1: keeps him safe, and the evil cannot harm him.
0: And the evil cannot harm so, so who is attacking God who, who has been attacking God for a long time uh, Satan absolutely Satan's your protection from Satan so we're going to love we're going to overcome the world we have protection from Satan you know what else we're going to look like we're going to look like the fruits of the spirit that's what Galatians 5 22 and 23 say that's the evidence in our lives of what this looks like and Jesus actually gave us a test to see who is in the faith and who is not and that's in Matthew 7 15 through 20. So I'll let you go and look, like, look up those on your own. But to conclude with this um, excerpt from the here, we should realize that John emphasized these as necessary results in the lives of those who are born again. If there is genuine regeneration in a person's life, he or she will believe that Jesus is the Christ and will refrain from the life pattern of continual sin and will love his brother and will overcome the temptations of the world and will be kept safe from open harm by the evil. What a wonderful result of being born. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Excellent. All right, Ms. Bailey, you are up. You up
1: I want you to come up here. Okay. Absolutely. Give me a sandwich.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. Okay, that Okay. Hey, guys, I'm Bailey.
1: That's my dad back there. He's videotaping. <laughs> I'm proud of him. But, uh... Sorry, I'm really bad. You're doing great job, yeah. okay. Thanks. Talking so fast. Um, so I'm a senior at Red Bank, and tell you a little bit about myself before I get this, But I'm actually a cheerleader, I'm co captain of the cheerleading team, and I'm a student body president. So, as being student body president, I have a service learning class out. and one of the requirements is 75 hours of community service. So, I have one class, that? yes, that's a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours, okay. but if you're done through the school, and then 25 are a service project. So, I chose to do a sock drive for the house. So, what I need you guys to do is to help me bring in socks. Were y'all all outside last Saturday, Sunday? So, i around there, it's really cold. you I was actually out in the parking lot, and there was a nice, as soon as I stepped out of the car, hit the on the board on my back. So, it's really cold standing out there. But, can you guys imagine y'all outside without socks like that? And um, know, it's like 20 degrees. So I can't. I can the cold. <laughs> <laughs> But the number one requested item, by the so. so when I read that, I was like, I really want to do something about it. So I have a collection box right across the cafe outside. And I would really appreciate it if you guys would have a pack of new socks. Not juice, But um, <laughs> just a pack of new socks. Socks that are born again, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, and the
2: last day for that is going to
1: be Valentine's Day. So I can send out an email to my good if you need that But I really appreciate it. Yes? Size range? Uh, any size kids, adults, everyone. Because I'm sure, I mean, they're homeless kids, much so big than the child. I think everybody's size. So any pair of warm socks, athletic socks, they're great. I know Goodwill has a big pack like of so. We really appreciate your support. If you want to write a check or something, I'm gonna go pick
0: up socks. I know uh, early this only gave me about five dollars left. Probably pick up socks. Well, not for him, but for you know, really them. Awesome. <laughs> 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 yeah, thank you all. So the evidence of a renewed life that we are loving our brothers and sisters in the world. So just with that. In the middle of your tables so is a weekly update, so make sure you're your middle name of the veteran table today. Yes. is on that,
2: if you will, prayer request, to survey a table. you are just so thank you coming to <laughs>